0: Listen to The Deal on Spotify. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so excited you decided to join us. Um, Before we jump in today, I'd like to give a big shout-out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish. The most innovative, you know, technological machine you'll ever find. And it's so easy to use. You know, we have three of them. We love them. Um, they, they, they're always they're always giving to the community, but they're always innovating on their own on their own products, too. So go over and check them out. Mention Coach Unplugged, and they'll give you a, a $400 off for Coach Collins. Um, and also go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It is the one-stop shop for basketball coaches. It's got everything you need. To become a better basketball coach we always tell our players that we want them to work on their craft while well, are you working on yours and that's one of the ways i've worked on my craft it's something you know from someone that's been that's coaching a nat- nationally ranked team that has won numerous state titles that has done those things. This is what, you know, I spent several years putting this together of things that would, that I could share with the world to make coaches better. And the roadmap will take care of it and will walk you through everything you need. So go over and check it out. And just in closing, if you like this podcast, go over and check out high school hoops, go over and check out the five minute basketball coaching podcast, go over and check out funnel down defense podcast. All of them are great. Um, and leave a five star review. We'd love that. All right. Have a great day. So then you're just gonna go to um, slideshow or whatever. Yeah, present. Present. Okay. Yep. yep. Okay. You're good. Perfect.
0: All right. Um, and I just I'm just gonna go through this, and then <clears throat> I think what I want to do. Is uh, and, and you can ask any questions, and we don't have yeah. to read every, every slide. No, but, but I'll jump
1: I, in because uh, I've okay. done this with other coaches, it's great. Okay, so I'll just jump okay. in. All right, I, you do I mean, you, you know what you're doing, yes yeah. Okay, so um, and that, there's the last put, the people that are listening, the last slide just said coaches old. Okay, go ahead, <laughs>
0: yeah, and we'll uh, we'll put that like in the show it's, notes, okay? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think um there's, there's what I think the reasons for pressing are, um, if you never ever, even if you don't want to be a pressing team, um, I, if you can't break a press, you can't play basketball. Um, So I think you have to have, um, you know, I, I think you have to have one in and I think, um, anytime you understand how a press defense works. It helps your press offense.
1: It does. And it helps you break from the teams that I, when we were a good pressing team, no one could press us. Like, because we spent 20 minutes or 30 minutes of practice every day, working on our press and yeah. then you're going know, to press us. What are you talking about? Like, yeah. And, and, in and
0: if you saw on our, uh, on that first slide, we've are, we've had 94, 32, either on our practice jerseys or our shirts for probably the last 15 20 years since I've coached, and, and that's why we do it. Um, obviously, so, so
1: explain it. So explain to the listeners what that means. I know what it means, but yeah, 94
0: it. feet for 32 minutes.
1: Okay. Um,
0: you know, and and uh, if if there if you play without a shot clock, you you have to be you have to be able to press in the fourth quarter unless you're going to be ahead all the time. So
1: a high school coach courts only 84 feet. Well a, a
0: regulation, but yeah. everybody builds them 94
1: now. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. you're correct. Yeah. Okay. Um,
0: and uh, you know, uh, we always believe that you should never give an opponent a free trip. The, the court's 94 feet long. So we're going to press after either off a dead or off a made free throw for sure. Not always off a live ball. Um, I always
1: say, go back to that screen. I always say on, I always say on, uh, I'm pressing like, well, we're, we're going to press you when you get off the bus.
0: Like, yes, exactly. We're exactly. literally
1: going to, you know, tell the whole Hoosier thing. It's like, we're, I don't care. Like, as soon as the jump, we're coming at you. Um, are you going to talk about pressing on misses?
0: Yeah, we're going to – yes. Okay. As a matter of fact, I have a clip where we did. We okay. don't generally do that. Um, you know, and I and I and think uh, I think if there's not a shot clock in your state, you have to press. But I think more importantly, if there is a shot clock in your state, i would uh I would press just to be a pain and knock those you know knock eight to ten off and make them you know make them get out of their rhythm especially if it's a thirty second right shot. and that's
1: one of the reasons I think the shot clock is a mistake in the sense that the team's the, it's gonna i think it's gonna make the haves and have nots even bigger in the sense that like if you're you're gonna press you're gonna like if you can't handle uh, the, the weaker team's going to have problems with pressure, even soft pressure, which means that I think the separation is going to get bigger. Um,
0: my my only argument that I, that I have for a shot clock is, and, and I've put this out many, many times, and it's really the only argument I have is the fact that we have um, – if you are playing a team that's maybe 10% better than you and they get ahead of you um, – or they get on a run. You can go zone to change the tempo a little bit, um, right? Because there's some teams you can't stay in front of. Um, that's my only argument yeah. for it. Yeah, there I, is, I don't know. I don't know that we needed it.
1: I don't know. I, I I still haven't heard the the you know, I haven't heard the reason it's like uh huh. And I'm not like half the time I just tweet about it to get people all riled up. Oh sure, funny. sure. <laughs> I don't really care because I'll adjust. I'm just not sure with the shot clock why. Wh- what makes it better? Like the three point the three point line did something to the game. Like it spread the court out. It. I'm just not sure what people. I'm a stats teacher. People use observational studies. They see the two games that are eight to six. Oh, they don't so, see the, oh yeah. Ninety-nine point seven percent of the games that aren't nine to six. Right. You know? Right. And that's what sticks with them. It's the one or two things that stick with them. So it's just that. I I totally
0: agree. And they see those people holding the ball out there on Twitter. And then they think that happens in every game. And it, you know, the games I've
1: seen at the high school level that's happened. I've seen like two in my 30 years of teaching or coaching, you know, well,
0: and the ones I've seen where it's, I, we were at five, a state tournament, probably 20 years ago in the boys and one team didn't want to face the one three one, and they had they held the ball with the, the ball and hit the half court. The other team switched man, and they started playing. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah, if you stay in the one three one, then that's your fault. Yeah, yeah. come out and guard. Come, come out and guard. And guard. Come and so, play me. Um, I
0: also I also think you can play more players. Um,
1: you definitely have to.
0: <laughs> and uh, matter of fact, um, in two, the year we got second in state, we had the grandma unit that's what all our fans called them our five seniors that were really slow but knew how to play and they right. played they played a 2-2-1 two, two, back to our some sometimes back to our zone sometimes back to our to, to our man and then we when the second unit would come in they were just they were just all out and I remember one time I think they came in it was two to nothing and they came in for two and a half minutes and it was 12 to two and then the other group came back in and and scored like 10 in a row being pretty methodical here's my
1: here's my theory with this this yes you have there's two reasons like one of the reasons i stopped pressing as much is because now we play halves right we have two and we have four extra minutes so that forced me to play more kids like i I can't play that you can't play you know 36 minutes and not get a rest um it's virtually impossible but i love that it's true if you're gonna be a pressing if you're going to be a pressing team you have to be able to um...
0: you know and i all and and we had a speaker on the other night at my clinic uh, lane lord from down at the tip of texas he's a women's coach was at pittsburgh state okay and he told us something that i that i've done now, i don't play this many kids but he said we play 12 kids in the first half regardless he said i did that in high school and the reason he does it, and I believe this too, there's nothing worse than having to. You don't play a kid all game, and then you have to put him in in the fourth quarter. Yeah, my, and it's you want to see line. you
1: want to see them for early. That my yeah. I, my bench definitely shortens the second half more than. Yeah, that. you don't. Know, yeah, but I tried it, you
0: know, and and we do, you know. There's different things, but yeah, um, you know, we like so um, and then I think the really. The other good reasons for press centers, you need to create scoring op- opportunities with your defense. If you can't do, it, you know, if you can't do anything, you got to create scoring opportunities. And then I-, I truly believe you can bring energy to your gym. And and and, in, and I'll be honest with you, in girls basketball, you've got to, you have to do something to get people to come watch the games. Right. Um, you have, better be really, really efficient and good on offense, which we, we move the ball pretty well. But, um, that energy in the fourth quarter, you got the boys crowd coming in to watch, and then they're going, Holy moly, this is fun. So,
1: right. Yeah. The, the, um, I call them easy buckets. Like, you have to find, you talked about scoring opportunities, you have to yeah. find ways to get easy buckets. Like, yeah, you got,
0: you got to steal. steal them. You got to
1: steal them. If they, some people steal them on out of bounds place, some people steal them on side out of bounds place, some people steal them on pressing. But you got to get a way that I can, I say it's where are you getting those eight to 10 points? They're just gimme. It's like maybe you have a big man that can automatically get you a couple close to the basket. Something you got to, you got to, you got to steal those. I agree. I agree. Yeah.
0: Well, because no one wants to face a set defense all game and just no. dribble it up. No. <laughs> no, that's hard basketball.
1: It is hard.
0: So, um, and then. Coach, I went ahead and I've got some drills on here. The, there's, only, there's only two that I didn't draw up, but we always, in all of our teaching, we're going to use a whole part hole method. We like to start with the hole and then go back so the kids
1: can see what see it, it, it is
0: they're doing in the drills yep. uh, so they can see the big picture.
1: So sometimes uh, my, my hole is just showing them tape, too. So well, and,
0: that, and that can share. be as well.
1: Yeah, um, it depends on the type of year for me. So some years I got to do it on the court. Some years I can do the whole. Just saying, hey, let's go watch Virginia run there. Whatever. It's like, yeah, I agree. I love that. I I don't do part whole part. I do whole part whole. I agree. Yeah, and that's same here. Yeah. But
0: you know, and and to, I haven't necessarily. I don't want to shout out about this pandemic, but you can't believe all the cut ups that I have. I'm doing an out of bounds clinic in two weeks. And, uh, I've got all my, I went back and cut up all my out
1: of bounds. Oh, plays I'd love to see that. Okay. We're going to have you back on. I'd love to see that.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, uh, so
1: we're going to, we'll take a side thing. I, you know, what I'd love to do too, is do you have you, people always ask about zone offense. Do you see a lot of zone? Do you see a lot of zone or do you zone people?
0: we we don't zone very much now we did my first my first two years because i had two big slow bigs but to answer your question we're running underwood spread now
1: okay okay and
0: i saw more zone this year than i've ever seen we went all of february except for when the other teams got behind at the end uh except for one game we saw all zone and then we saw man in the substate finals okay we saw 122 two zone we saw 122 two zone i think and then one guy changes his stuff up all the time but never plays man so uh and we've kind of developed some zone offense things but we've kind of gone back to just playing our motion we, I, and i've got that's couple, what
1: we do that's what we do too that's kind of my when when coaches ask me around the country i go I, I, I just run my man offense most of the time and then yeah. i teach it and then I teach them principles about like if you find space stop if you blah 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 and, right you know it's like because zones don't like movement and your man no. offense my guess gives you the best movement um, I, I
0: have a i have a i would love to talk zone offense sometime yeah. we, we change it up all the time but we have a basic philosophy but anyway okay go ahead. The, the one thing I would say about pressing is that one of the biggest mistakes I ever made was we started where I had a really, really young team and, and uh, Jim Laranaga's scramble was the, was the big thing in the 90s <laughs> and, and, and 2000s. And, and, and that's how we developed a lot of our stuff. Right. But we started out pressing um, instead of building our man-to-man foundation first, and so we always, the first week, week and a half, we put our man-to-man in, and, and we'll run two of, our, two of our drills that you can run for man-to-man or press. There's years where we don't press at the beginning of the year because, you know, we may have a certain team. But we do, run, we do run our UCLA drill, which is the, three, the John Wooden drill, three-on-two with a trailer. And after the first two days, we allow pressing. Um, to half court and we talked about playing in a frenzy matter of fact one year um, we had a team that we had to, we were putting new offense in or something so well, we ran ucla drill every year and the first game of the season we were behind with five minutes to go and i said all right i'm alex rodriguez and i'm jason kelly from bloomberg this is the deal each week you're hear us in conversation with business icons This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment.
1: That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify.
0: We're running UCLA drill defensively. I said, match up. If you can trap, trap, and let's pray to God we can... uh, we didn't come back and win but it gave us a hell of a shot. So do,
1: coaches do a lot of praying. Go ahead.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, we we <laughs> run, we run, you know, and I've always said if you know, let's there's a lot of schools that they have a 40 minute basketball class and that's it. You know, they don't right. and then they go home, they don't get to practice. If I had three drills that I could run, if I, you know, if I had 40 minute practice, I would run that drill every day cuz that's an all-encompassing drill and I think that's how you'd have to play.
1: Yeah. But, I think so too.
0: Anyway, Um, you know, we've run full court, man, with stunts, we vary up our two, two, one, and I'll show you that video wise. Um, we will do all sorts of different things depending, and then, and then we do a one, two, one, one. On or off ball? Okay,
1: so so hold on. So let's so for both people watching and listening. So um, let's go through those three and go about okay. strengths and weaknesses on each one. Man, two two one one two one one. What is the strength? What's the weakness of each of those?
0: Okay, the full court man strength is if you just if you decide not to trap, you've got everybody matched up, um, and and you've got the basket protected. That has to do with a lot of it. Yep. Um, you know, we, we run, we'll run what Laranagan would call a twist or a double out where we'd front and behind the point guard and make someone else bring it up Okay. just to jack with them. Yeah. Uh, now the thing is there are multiple ways to trap out of it, but the problem is, is when you're trapping out a man to man, you, that means all five people are responsible for the basket at some point. When you're running full scramble, which is right. the best way to run, but you better have some great communication. We don't scramble as much anymore, and I'll talk about that in the two. Okay. We, we scramble, but made but probably more out of the two-two-one and the one-two-one-one. One, one. Um, and and we make sure the basket's protected a little bit more. And I've got okay. a pretty good athlete back there. Yep. Um, you know the
1: two-two-one.
0: You know, so goal, The one Goal. It's
1: the weakness of the man-to-man. Oh, I, think it's, I think it's the hardest of the three to teach. Well, to I think
0: first. it is, too. Well, I think the weakness the weakness of the man-to-man is, is first of all, um, you know, you've got to get matched up. Uh, number
1: two. On a, a, a miss, it's hard, too, in some respects. Oh, respect. yeah, and we don't yeah.
0: trap – you know, the, we really don't trap misses unless it's the last minute we have to get the ball. And I've got one where our kid did it in a game. And I'll talk a little bit. I've I've got about, I think I got 14 clips or eight clips or something, but uh, I, you know, I think the other weakness is, is, um, you know, the number one weakness is is if you're going to trap out of it, you, you you have to work very hard on your rotation. Yeah. Um, And, and then once you rotate, it's uh, the, the rebounding can be a strength in the, in the man to man, but it can also be a weakness. If you're a really, really small team, sometimes you want those bad shots taken because the other team is better rebounding team than you are.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, the, it, there's more, I don't know how to, how to state it, but there's more. Um, and the, and some of the boys are really good. Some of the boys teams I had have been really good. The, the, it, there's more improv. There's more improv. There's more, I can't say do this at this spot because this will only happen once all season. There's, there's more of that um, reads, like playing the secondary in football. Um, exactly. And, in the and, man. And so, I've
0: got about six examples of those in my clips where you could say, hey, pretend like we're in our full court man press. Here's what, this, here's what we're doing wrong. Right. Um, yeah. You know, it's, it's – uh, it the
1: other and, 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 30, and 30 years ago, I would have said, if you were a girls coach, don't do this because they weren't playing enough basketball and the instinct oh. wasn't there. Our girls' team was better than us at it this year because their girls were, like, we had legit D1 players. They were better at it because their reads were better than ours because they've played as much as my guys have. So I think that's changed in the girls and guys game that the girls are playing as much as the guys now than they were not maybe 30 years ago. Yeah. Um, but it's about and the reason they can do it is those reads. It's those like, I don't know, I don't know how to describe it. We talk
0: and I will tell you one one rule, and I didn't put on the PowerPoint, one rule we had in our man to man when we were gonna trap is we had what was called the Mary rule, is once you make that decision, yeah. you're married to that trap.
1: Or <laughs> We always talk about that. I love that. Stay to that. I, the married, like getting. Yeah, with, you,
0: it's a marriage rule. So so if we were that. running our half court scramble and we were going to jump them at half court, once you went and they reverse dribbled back, you kept chasing. You, you kept chasing them. You're married to that until the ball comes out. And then the other thing that we You're would good. do, I love that. the other thing that we would do is um, we would the, the problem we had was I always talk about it. Uh, I can't say the nationality that you used right. to say but uh, you know, you, you've always heard the joke, the idiot at the flashing red light. Yeah. That's going, you've got to make, you know, if you decide to go trap, even if you're wrong, because we try not to face trap anybody. Right. But if you decide to go jump them, then you go, you got, <laughs> you, know, you got to go, go. And just let yeah. the ball throw over. So, yep.
1: Yep. I agree. Um,
0: and I would say the other strength of the man to man press is a lot of times – and let me tell you why I wanted to press. Um, substate finals my senior year, we're playing Topeka Hayden High School, who goes on to win we, – we lose 42 to 35. Mm, and yeah. they – we had scouted them, and I, I ran a lot of the – you know, I was the point guard, and I'd get the ball in, and I couldn't tell if they were full court man if it was zone and they were going to jump, or if it was a one, two, one, one. So, and, and they had a towel system. I think they had a red, white, and a blue towel that the coach would put over his, uh, over his deal. And so they, we, we were real – I was real tentative at, attacking that press because I never knew what was coming. So we, we tried to do – we kind of try to do that out of our zone presses. Some, you know, sometimes we'll say, okay, we're matched up, but we're not going to – you know, we're going to be on the ball and we're not going to go trap the first pass this time. You know, right. we're going to wait and then see what they do to try to try to mess them up. So um, I, I think there's the best – to me, the best press is full court man-to-man and be adjustable, but yeah. I haven't – I don't have the energy now to be in a stance all game.
1: Yeah, and it's the hardest to teach. It's it the to is. Teach.
0: I sit – you know, so anyway. Um, now, our 2-2-1, two, two, I, I think everybody should put in – I, well, I think you have to work against full court man deny just to get the ball in. Right. I'm talking from an offensive standpoint. Teams are going to deny you. Got to get the ball in, right? And then work against it. The two-two-one in girls basketball—you could not just say, "Hey, getting a two-two-one press." JV getting a two-two-one press trap at half court. We're going to run a press offense. It's—it's it, just, I mean, it, it's a mess. So we teach the two-two-one, even if we're not going to run. Uh, right. And we've run it quite a bit we'll run it with our guards up and just float back to a two, three zone. We'll do it with our forwards up. Uh, you know, we have trapping areas. Do you do
1: either one of the zones in man?
0: Both of them. We always go back, man, unless, unless we say, we always go back, man. Um, now our two, two, one though, we, we will go back into our amoeba. Uh, or our two three uh, okay. just to be in that configuration if we're going to play zone. Okay. And then um, we do keep the five man back. I would say the, the strength of the two, two, one, is you can keep, we'll put our five man at the top of the key. She's our best athlete now. And we tell her, you keep your foot inside the top of the key. If you leave to go steal, you can, if you miss it once, that's fine. If you miss it twice in a row, you're coming out. Okay. Um, and I'm, you know, and then you, we wrote, we keep our five man back. So our, our half court people have to run all the way over to the sideline. Okay. But to me, if you let your five man get in the rotation, either in the one, two, one, one, or the two, two, one, then you're teaching three to four people to have to rotate back and take the basket, which I think is a weakness. So, but you also aren't going to get as many
1: steals. You're not, it's, it's the, it's the more passive, yeah. yeah, and I think a two two one is more passive than a one two a one, two, one, one.
0: Well, we have we have changed it. I used to play only trapping at what we call purgatory, which is right this side of half court. Yep. And hell, which is the other side of half court. Yep. What we do is we try to turn we try to turn it into a run and jump and turn the dribbler back to the other guard and then jump switch. Okay. So a lot of times we'll leave our half court people at half and we'll tell them you do not, you cannot come up from half court unless it's for a steal on the on a pass out of the trap for the guards we tell them you keep your feet on the half court line and the guards are just gonna jack with them up there so we will do different things so um and then you know to me the best way to work on presses is we do the ucla drill um you know and and we tell our kids to play in a frenzy and it's 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 a what i call a blood drill. it, and, I, and I don't know if I've talked to you about this before, but it, um, like our UCLA drill, um, we'll play it for, you know, we'll play it for six minutes and I'll, I'll make it, but I make it a 10 minute period because the black team's going to go down and every one of them are going to shoot a one-on-one. Right. White team's going to shoot a one-on-one and that's the score that they start with. And then we're going to do maybe two shot fouls at the end instead of that. You know how a lot of people validate. Right. Well, I've always said, well, what the hell happens if you can never validate? Are you going to go for 20 extra minutes?
1: Right, right. So anyway.
0: Um, And then, of course, the ways that you can press uh, five on five are dead ball, um, which is the easiest way to teach it. Now, we'll do what we call circle, where both teams have to run around in a circle, and I shoot and I make it, and offense has to take it out.
1: I I do tapping off the board sometimes, too, where I put them in a nine, and then – and then all of a sudden, I'll just say, go. That way, someone's different in the front of the line.
0: Okay. Uh, I like
1: that. You know what I mean? Like so, because they cheat on the circle thing because they slow down. Yeah.
0: I, yeah. Well, okay. When they, I like they, that. When
1: they, and no one taps off the board. I mean, it's a stupid thing, but whatever. But it, it, it makes them get – and I alternate colors. Like, it would be green, white, green, yeah. white. Right? Oh, and then okay. all of a sudden, I'll just say, go. And then whoever gets the ball – because they're all tapping it off the board. It makes it right. as random as I can. Uh, right. If anybody else has a better way than circle or that, let me know. Cause I've been, looking, um, you know,
0: <laughs> and then we do, we do free throw, you know, uh, and our, and our rule on free throws, the one, the one thing that I think is important and you have to, uh, cause, cause our game plan generally is we're going to, we're going to press on dead balls and free throws. Okay. Um, so our rule is this, let's say we pressed off a dead ball, we stole it. And laid it in, we're getting right back in the press. If we miss a free throw, if we miss the free throw, get the offensive rebound and put it in, that still counts as a made free throw and we're in the press. Right. You know, we'll play until a yeah, miss.
1: Yeah, there's no, there's no. Yeah, everything's a miss in our when we do that too. If you even if you make it, it's a miss. We just gotta go like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I love that. Yeah.
0: And then, uh, and then obviously we'll game plan, and then we always switch defenses after a timeout, or sometimes we'll we'll switch our press up on a free throw for one possession. Uh, yeah. Now, one thing that I will say about switch about. Somebody asked, there was somebody on Twitter the other day that said, do you switch after timeout and we'll switch even in our half court defense, you know, we'll, we've been playing man. We'll switch to Amoeba. Right. The problem with that is, is there's a special combination defense that you end up running the very next possession. Right. I call it the two people playing Amoeba, two people play man and one person runs around not knowing what the yes, hell.
1: They're... I know hey everybody. I hope you're enjoying this. Um, make sure if you want to hear more, Go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. And if you want to hear other podcasts, go over and check out high school hoops and teacher side gig by coach Collins and subscribe, like review all of them. Five-star reviews would be nice. Have a great day.
0: Sports social
1: podcast network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer. He can't refuse with family